This podcast may contain adult language and situations, graphic, gory details, and other not-so-nice things. Listener discretion is advised. Everyone has something that scares them or gives them the creeps, if they think about it too long. For me, that thing is doppelgangers. The phenomenon of a phantom self is terrifying. And since it's my birthday, I chose to talk about this for our December Patreon. And Lacey was a sport, and let me change our topic. (laughs) I mean, Christmas murders are terrible. And we've covered them a few times, and right now every other true crime podcast is covering them as well, so I thought we'd do something different. I did suggest birthday crimes or horrific birthday stories at first, but if you have read it, you can read all this. So, hopefully this episode doesn't disappoint you. Here goes. We've all been told we look like someone, or, hey, I thought I saw you the other day. But what if it were true? What if there was a person somewhere in the world that looked exactly like you? I've heard it said that there are seven people in the world who do look exactly like you. Not only do they look like you, but they walk, act, talk, and dress exactly like you. What would happen if you seen them? Spoke to them? What is a doppelganger exactly? Are they real? Lacey is going to answer all these questions for us, and then we'll chat about some cases of real-life doppelgangers. In fiction and mythology, a doppelganger is often portrayed as a ghostly or paranormal phenomenon and is usually seen as an omen of bad luck. Other traditions and stories equate a doppelganger with an evil twin. Doppelganger is a German word that means double walker. According to ancient legend, A doppelganger isn't just someone who resembles you or a twin with their own identity. It's a literal duplicate of you. The word doppelganger is often used in a more general and neutral sense and in slang to just describe someone who looks like you. Hey, I saw your doppelganger the other day, but it's not really, you know, a doppelganger. There are a lot of superstitions surrounding doppelgangers, and one of them is that it's bad luck if you see your own doppelganger. I'm sure you've heard that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the most common thing people have heard. I don't want to see. I'm the probably- I've the, never seen your lookalike. I'm probably the fat version of the doppelgangers. <laughs> oh, my Damn gosh. It. No. According to both English and German folklore, seeing your doppelganger often means that death will soon follow. Mm-hmm. This leads me to my first little story. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln- allegedly saw his own doppelganger. No. Him and his wife were into some spooky stuff. I love it. That was in the age of seances, seances spiritualism, yeah. all that. And yeah. she was big into that. Very cool. Ghost stuff. So they were, yeah, you, you guys would hit it off, I feel like. I feel like I would have liked him. Yeah. So President Lincoln saw his doppelganger on the night of his first election. He was sitting on the couch in his Springfield home and happened to glance in the mirror. He saw himself, of course, but he also saw a second face that was also his. The second face was pale and ghostly, and he stood up 
and the face vanished. He told his wife, and she was super upset over this because she believed it was a bad omen and that it meant he wouldn't survive his presidency. And of course, we all know he did not survive. It's also said that if it doesn't mean death, it still means something bad. They supposedly attempt to purposely give you bad advice in a malicious way. And they might also try to plant sinister ideas in your head. Kind of like, Ugh. yeah, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. This is why this scares me. Mm-hmm. Some ancient myths say that a doppelganger is essentially a ghostly double of you who lived before you, which is even creepier. And I'm about to say some words wrong. I'm sorry. So it comes from Norse mythology, and the doppelganger there is called a Vardiger. According to ancient pages, the stories of Vardiger describes incidents that are basically deja vu in reverse, where a spirit with the subject's footsteps, voice, scent, or appearance, and overall demeanor precedes them in a location or activity, resulting in witnesses believing they've seen or heard the actual person before the person physically arrives. Oh, like people have said, I've read stories on Reddit where someone's been like, my mom came down the hall into her bedroom and was telling me, you know, whatever. And then I went down to the kitchen and she was in the kitchen the whole time. And she's like, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. That wasn't me. I haven't been upstairs. You see someone and then later you're like, wait, you were just down there. Right. Has that ever happened to you? No. Sometimes I've thought someone was somewhere and they weren't, but it wasn't like I actually It's not like you've ever them. seen Sam yeah. in the kitchen and then went to the bedroom and he's actually in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh my God, what would you do? Freak out. Burn your house and down. And then he would send me to, he's <laughs> a psychiatrist, <laughs> so I'd be screwed. You know, every scary movie, it's like a wife and she's yes. married to a psychiatrist and they're like, you're crazy. I'm like, damn it, it's me. You're like, don't mansplain. Don't mansplain. <laughs> According to ancient Egyptian myths, the doppelganger is basically the same as a ka. A ka, K-A, is thought of as a spiritual double born in everyone. Yeah. No. When someone dies, their spiritual double lives on as long as they have somewhere to live, usually that person's body. So this is why Egyptians mummified their dead. Yeah, I didn't know that. If they kept the body from decomposing, that meant the spiritual double had somewhere to live. But if the body decayed, the spiritual double would die and the deceased would lose their chance at eternal life. First of all, I wouldn't want to be a double in a dead body of decaying or not i mean that sucks um yeah but anyway there's also a native american myth that says that a doppelganger is basically your evil double from the underworld not the underworld native american myths say there is an upper world and an underworld the good people live in the upper world and the evil people live in the underworld The Hopi legend refers to twins called the child of the sun and the child of the water. The Hopi also believed that whatever is happening in the upper world, the opposite is happening in the underworld. So creepy. So that's actually my favorite theory. And I don't know if you've ever seen this show. If you haven't, you need to. Fringe? I have not. Oh my gosh. My favorite, Joshua Jackson, is in it. This was on... I think around 2000 and, uh, I don't know, 13 maybe, 14. Anyway, freaking love this show. There's like five or six seasons of it. But anyway, there it's very much parallel university type stuff, fringe yeah. science. Anyway, yeah. 
So a doppelganger could represent a parallel universe in which everything in this world is replicated in another dimension. Seeing the doppelganger could be a moment when we're able to witness the other dimension. In fact, Columbia University physicist Brian Greene, author of the book The Hidden Reality, Parallel Universes and the Deep Laws of the Cosmos, says that we all have doppelgangers. This is a man of science, okay? He's like, it's for real. I probably wouldn't want to read that book because I wouldn't understand it, but um, it's interesting. I'm going to have to look more into that, but yeah. Now, I I have a true crime case too, but if you want to tell me yours. I kind of have a a crimey taste. I'm in. Taste. Case. (laughs) So, Will and William West. Have you ever heard of them? Maybe. They're identical inmates, and oh. the reason why we have fingerprinting. Oh, no, I don't know about this. So on May 1st, 1903, oh, an African-American man named Will West walked into Leavenworth Penitentiary. He went through the standard admission procedure, pictures were taken, physical description was written down, and 11 anthropometric measurements were taken. Using this, the clerks matched him to the record of William West, who had previously been convicted of murder. Of course, Will denied this is who he was. Mm -hmm. Of course, this was normal for a prisoner to deny that he had done something. The courts used the Bertillon method of identification, which was developed by French anthropologist Alphonse Bertillon. In 1879. So this was a technique for describing individuals using photographs and measurements of specific physical characteristics. Hmm. The system was used to track and identify suspects and criminals. Police used special instruments to take precise measurements of a criminal's arms, ears, nose, trunk, head, face, feet, and hands, as well as standing height, sitting height, distance between fingertips and arms, outstretched. That's a lot. Yes. a lot of work. Distinctive features, including eye color, scars, and deformities were also noted. Each measurement was then carefully recorded on a standardized card, which also included a mug shot and was placed in a file. From a mass of details... It was possible to sift and sort the cards down to a small pile of possible matches. A final identification was confirmed and attached to the mugshots. Mm. But just as suddenly as the clerks thought they had another prisoner in a lie, the clerks discovered that William West was already incarcerated at the same prison. The clerk from the measurements obtained went to the file and returned with a card with the measurements that it called for properly filled out with the name William West. The prisoner smiled and said, that's definitely my picture, but I don't know where you got it. I've never been here before. The clerk flipped the card over and read what it said, and this man was sentenced to life in prison for murder. So the other man was brought in. So, William and Will, and he looked exactly like the one standing in the office. They decided to take the men's fingerprints, and they were completely different. 
three systems had positively identified these two men as the same person. Well, man, which guy committed which crimes, really? So the William West was already in prison for murder. Did he actually murder someone? Yes. Okay. Will West was the one that they had brought in for another crime. And he legit did it. So when he brought, they brought Will in, they were like, you escaped? You were already sentenced to prison for murder? And he's like, no, 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 that's not me. And then they showed the picture and he's like, okay, that is me, but it's not me. So they used photographs, the Bertillion measurements, and their names were all three identical. For real? Their yes. measurements? That is their so measurements. weird. And I will show you the pictures is and we'll have okay. to put it on there. I was there. about to say. It's insane. Yeah, send me the pictures. That is So the identification was only made after the fingerprints were taken. Ooh. They discontinued the use of the Bertillion method and Thank God. the anthro anthrop. Mitri. Our patrons don't care. Yes, we're sorry. We, we're not. At Leavenworth the very next day. Ooh. After this case, police departments started using all three methods to identify <sighs> criminals, and eventually the Bartolian method was completely done away with. So, do you think this was his doppelganger, or do you think this was a case of mistaken identity? It's, I'm going to pull this up and show you while we're talking about this, and you're going to be like, holy shit. I do believe people can look like other people. I mean, there's so many people in the world already. What, we're like, girl, or is it 7 billion? Anyway, we're bound to, and she's showing me now. And they had the exact same measurements and the same name. The only difference I see, like right now, is just the guy on the bottom looks a little darker, his skin tone. but. It, could also be the camera differences. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I notice. Mm-hmm. That is freaking weird. Send that to me Crazy right now. Scary. I'm going to have to post that. Crazy scary. And then I have um, another case of a Ooh. doppelganger um, or maybe mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. This happened more recently. Richard Anthony Jones spent 17 years in prison for a crime he did not commit. Instead, it was his doppelganger. He was released with the help of the Innocence Project. Oh, I've heard about this. He was convicted in 1999 for aggravated robbery after the woman who was robbed Mm. in a Walmart parking lot and an eyewitness positively identified Richard. God. Even though he had a rock-solid alibi, he was at his girlfriend's birthday party and over a dozen people testified saying he was there. Eyewitnesses said a light-skinned Hispanic man named Rick, who had long hair pulled back, and when I show you these pictures, you're going to be like, holy shit. You can see where it's very easy to mistake these two. But, so they had a license plate, and they traced the license plate to the address, and that's how they found him. And he was brought down to the precinct and identified from pictures and a lineup with the the girl that he had allegedly assaulted and the eyewitnesses. So even though he had that alibi and all of the people, the jury still convicted him. He was sentenced to 19 years, served 17 of those before the Innocent Project got involved and were able to find the real Rick, Ricky Lee Amos, who looks damn near identical to Richard. Wait, they both... Yes, had the same name and looked the same. And he had previously lived 
at the house no. that Richard and his girlfriend lived at. So when they ran that license plate, it popped what? that address. Did they know each other? No idea. So then when the cops got there and was like, we're looking for Ricky or Richard, he was like, that's me. Oh. And they arrested him 17 fucking years. He had previously lived there, yes. Eyewitnesses were then shown both pictures again, and oh. this time they were unable to 100% oh, positively identify who was who, and the judge tossed the case that out. Sucks. The other Rick was not convicted because oh, yeah. the statute of limitations had run yeah. out. So Richard Jones was awarded $1.1 million from the state, which I feel like but 17 is offensive. Years, yes, for 17 years. Mm-hmm. So I mean, still paying the money, but, but it's still yeah. ridiculous. It's yes. like, yes, mm-hmm. <sighs> and that's and these witnesses. I think I I've seen this picture before. I'm not saying these eyewitnesses are wrong because yeah, they look alike. But at mm-hmm. the same time, this is why eyewitnesses no. commonly yes. make mistakes, mm-hmm. and it's for a lot of for a lot of different reasons. And especially if they're talking amongst themselves, they'll remember things that aren't true. So this is the photo. We'll post this up. Yeah. They don't look as, they look a lot alike. So I could see them. Right. But they don't look identical like that picture you showed me before. It, but close enough, you yeah, think oh, if you oh, yeah, were if they assaulted, down the street, I would think it was the same guy. Yes. Because that's some specific. Yes. Yeah. But it almost makes me wonder, did that other guy know and be like, I'm going to copy his hair and stuff and crazy you know what i mean yeah it almost makes me wonder if crazy i don't know that is bizarre so again it's like is that your is that his doppelganger that's my new biggest fear or is that mistaken identity but if you want to check on um your doppelganger you can look it up on these websites twin strangers i look like you.com one word and my twin finder, and there's a few others, but these other ones just compare you to celebrities. So mm. that's bullshit. Anyways, I'm assuming they use facial recognition technology, which is terrifying to well, me. Well, a lot of them too are gimmicky where, you know, it's like which way your head is angled. Right. And then they'll find pictures that match right. the size, the size. And, and like how your head is angled. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, that's kind of meh. But... If you have a doppelganger or someone has said, I don't know, if all the doppelganger stuff, email us and tell us. I'm going to look right now to see if I have this photo on my phone still. We took Max when he was about two to a fair, like a city fair, county fair. There was a little boy on the ride that was Max's doppelganger. Oh, my gosh. And I took, I didn't notice it until I took the picture. You know how you're just taking you pictures of your kids? You thought you were taking picture? Well, no. I mean, I knew it was Max. Max is sitting behind him, but I didn't realize he was in, like, the forefront until after I got home and was just, like, looking at my phone and was like, holy shit, that kid, I- I'm going to look and dig and try to find this picture. It's so scary and bizarre. That is weird. I've never seen my doppelganger or anything. But this was, I don't know, over a decade ago, Samuel noticed, I don't even know how he found this. I'll have to ask him. He was on the internet and he's like, oh my God, I thought this was me. What? It was. Was it Phil Collins? I think it was on Facebook. (laughs) No, no. 
Uh, it was the back of some guys. It was like the side profile, kind of like this angle. I'm showing Ashley. Sorry, y'all can't see. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's like the back of his head and slight profile, like a little bit. But it looked like same haircut, same hair color, same, you know, pale skin, mm-hmm. freckles, blah, 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 same cheekbones, everything. And it was a wedding picture. There was what? a girl across from him and it was a wedding picture. And he's like, this is me. And then I looked at it and I'm like, um, what is this? Like literally was the exact same look. Mm-mm. And then he started going through the pictures and his front, like his his face was not the same. It was just this very specific angle. Other pictures looked nothing like him. Right. But this very specific angle looked just like him. It was so weird. It's very creepy. Uh-huh. This is why I tell you this stuff creeps me out. There are a lot of cases out there involving doppelgangers or people that look like you. I actually have one, too. What? Yeah, I'll tell you about her. In June of 2015, 46-year-old Teresa Seavers had been visiting her family in upstate New York with her husband of 10 years, Mark, and their two daughters that were aged 8 and 11. So Teresa had to leave the trip a few days early to catch a flight back home to Bonita Springs, Florida. She found the picture, I think. Oh my gosh. That is weird. Is that not so That's weird. weird? The same hair length, the same hair color. If he had a red shirt on like Max, that's it would have. weird. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Same age, same hair. That's freaky. <laughs> that is, keep that forever because that is I freaky. I know. Weird. Sorry. No, you're good. So Teresa had to leave the trip a few days early to catch a flight back to Bonita Springs, Florida. That's where they lived. So she could go into work. She was a holistic doctor who ran her own practice and was very dedicated to her patients. She took a flight to Florida on Sunday, June 28th, and planned on going into work the next morning. But she never showed up. Her colleagues tried calling her and no one could get a hold of her. Mark, her husband, also tried to get a hold of her, and a visit to her home revealed Teresa did make it back to the house, but that's where it ended. She was found dead on the kitchen floor in a pool of her own blood with a hammer beside her. We hate a hammer. We hate a hammer. She had been hit at least 17 times in the head. Police were thinking... Okay, maybe she interrupted a robbery because there were signs of a forced entry, but no cash or valuables had been taken. The police interviewed patients who may have had an issue with her. She was very focused and determined, and sometimes it could come across as abrasive and, you know, kind of, she could rub people the wrong way even though she wasn't trying to. Right. But no one was suspicious. Then they took note that Mark Seavers, her husband, was acting very strangely. The day before her funeral, he was at the beach inviting people back to his house for a pool party. Uh, Everyone grieves differently. Sure. So many people thought he was just in shock, and I could totally understand this. Also, he was in New York when she was murdered, so he had a solid alibi. Then police got a tip. There was a man named Curtis Wayne Wright, who was a 51-year-old man living in Missouri. Thing is, he had an uncanny resemblance to Mark Seavers. Turns out, Curtis rented a car that weekend and a GPS showed 
that he had been driving to Florida, and he drove straight to Teresa's house. He had a companion for the trip, a 29-year-old man named Jimmy the Hammer Rogers, Mm -mm. who he had met in prison. Curtis was in on drug charges, and Jimmy was in for weapon charges. Because of the GPS evidence, they were both arrested for Teresa's murder. But why would two randos drive to Florida to kill someone? Well, turns out Mark Seavers and Curtis Wright had a connection. They had grown up together in Missouri and remained best friends. Curtis even went to their wedding. He was the best man, and he also attended Teresa's funeral. There's several photos of them side by side. I'll post the picture. They really do look alike. They don't look exactly alike. But similar enough, like they're both tall, bigger, bald men, where if you saw this person go into the house or whatever, you would think it was the same person. Kind of like, you know, anyway. So Curtis and Jimmy drove to Bonita Springs, Florida from Missouri on the morning of June 27th. This was around 1,100 miles. They drove all day and all night and didn't stop once. They went to a local supermarket once they got there. And we're seen on CCTV buying trash bags, wet wipes, black towels, and a lock picking kit. All bad things. Then they drove to Teresa's house and waited in the garage for her to return. The GPS revealed that they drove the 17 hours back to Missouri in the early hours of Monday morning. Once he was arrested, Curtis started talking. He said that his best friend Mark had asked them to kill Teresa because he was having marital problems and financial issues. Turns out there were several life insurance policies on Teresa's life, totaling over $4 million. Curtis said that Mark promised to pay him ten grand to kill Teresa. Why people kill, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's ever right, but I mean, ten grand. That is no. so small it, in the grand scheme of your... Mm. A whole last lie? Yeah. Yes. No. Curtis made a deal that he would plead guilty to second-degree murder if he would testify at Mark and Jimmy's trials. Mark did not take the stand, but his defense argued that Curtis admitted to hitting Teresa with a hammer, so this guy couldn't be trusted. Well, it's like, well, yeah, but... Uh-uh. The jury found Jimmy Rogers guilty of second-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison in 2019. Mark Seavers was found guilty of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder for his role in the plot to kill Teresa. Curtis Wright ended up receiving a 25-year sentence. Still to this day, Mark claims he's innocent and had nothing to do with the murder, but yeah, right. Yeah, no. I was just thinking, I was trying to think of, there's a show with Paul Rudd about doppelgangers, Living With Yourself. What? Have you ever seen this? No. I think it was just, it's a comedy drama, and I, there's just one season. I, I It's on Netflix, it's called Living With Yourself, and it's all about doppelgangerish stuff, and it's really creepy, it's a little sci-fi no, I'm going to have to look that up. It's not scary, and it's kind of funny, but it's Paul Rudd. It's it's I worth like watching, yeah, yeah. but it's a very interesting take on doppelgangers. But it's it's worth watching, in my opinion. 
to me, the scariest portrayal of doppelgangers was the movie Us. Have you seen Us? No. Shh. That's one of the scariest movies. I don't know why that movie really stayed with me, and I'm still freaked out about it. So there's a book called Doppelganger or Not, Case by Case, Have You Seen a Walking Double by Lisa Hale, which explores reporting, you know, cases of reported doppelgangers and from the past, from nowadays, mm-hmm. which seems super interesting. So yeah. maybe Santa will bring us that for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound really interesting. So, yeah. So what do you think? Do you think there are doppelgangers? Do you think there are just cases of mistaken identity and people that look very similar? Do you think anything bad happens if you see your doppelganger? Like, what are your thoughts on all of this? What's your takeaway? Uh, I don't believe in the ghostly phenomenon of doppelgangers. I believe that everyone, though, probably has a few lookalikes that look a lot like you and maybe share a lot of DNA characteristics. Right. But I just don't. I don't think. And I don't think if you see someone that looks like you, it's a bad omen either. I'm not really very superstitious superstitious yeah no i get it it Uh, would freak me out though um of course i believe it i know (laughs) we already know i believe i don't you do everyone's like we know all the things it's freaky i mean i'm not saying it's impossible and i was interested of the scientists you know talking about parallel universes because again fringe is where it's at that's a good show one of my it's not like the X Files, but it's kind of reminiscent of the X Files, which is it's called my favorite Fringe? show of all time. Fringe, yeah. With, What's it on? Ugh, I think I watched it on Prime back in the day, but I don't know what it's on now. Well, so what are you watching? Um, all the things. Mm. But I, you're gonna die, and I can't believe what I'm about to tell you. What? <laughs> but I watched episode one and part of episode two of. The Casey Anthony documentary. <gasps> I know. I know. I swore I wasn't going to do it, but I just, I guess. I, We're losing patrons right I know, now. I know. So um, my two cents, I had to turn it off. Okay, good. It was a fucking nightmare. She admits that she is a pathological liar. She's trash. And has been her entire life until recently. And now she's honest to a fault, she said. No. Lies. Um, her friends brought up some interesting points in regards to the photos that the media focused on. Um, she has friends. Her old friends. I'm sorry. Okay. Like the people that she hung out with and was friends with. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like during this okay. the time that this happened. Um, there were about a half a dozen pictures taken over three years. And those are the ones that they choose to post. And people that do not speak to her anymore... And Hope Core runs off a cliff. Were on the documentary saying those pictures were not taken the same night. That was those were taken okay. over a three year time. But those are the only six pictures that the media posed, mm-hmm. and which makes sense. I mean, if yeah, the, here's the bottom line: the media can look make anybody look like an angel or they like can. a devil. They can. they can twist and make you believe whatever they want you to. Mm-hmm. So. I, I do believe that part. Think about all the pictures we took this weekend. Crazy, yeah. silly, funny pictures. But if they wanted to 
post all those mm-hmm. of me or you, they could make us look like a trash human. Or they could. <laughs> They're, or they could. Like, what are y'all been doing? <laughs> yeah, no, it's but true. But you know what I'm saying? Like, or they could look at pic- pictures where you're with your pups or with your husband mm-hmm. or with your mother or whomever and make you look like a oh, 100%. person. Yeah. No, that is true. And it reminds me of a true crime case that happened in my hometown. Well, anyway, long story short, I didn't agree with a lot of what people thought. It was a lot of he said, she said. Mm -hmm. I was mostly like, these are the factual Mm -hmm. things. My emotions weren't in it. But the newspaper is known to be very biased. It's a small town. This specific man that was in, I mean, he's writing news articles about the case was very biased, would wear certain pins on during the trial and everything. Well, he posted this picture of – and I went to high school with this girl. Literally, I – like, I'm you not – You know her. I wasn't friends with her, yeah. you know, but I was – this picture he posted, it was like of her having a moment in court where she was, like, laughing at something, mm-hmm. which almost everyone – everyone sure. that's a human will smile or laugh in a serious moment. But this picture was – everywhere the only picture they use are like look at her laughing like it's fun. and it just was going on and on and i'm like okay like, no, she's not. there's also like a thousand yeah. other photos of her you know what i mean yeah. i'm not this isn't a thing me saying oh she's good but it was i was like small towns man i mean no, probably right. anywhere but no i know and it's like i'm not defending her at all no 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 but, but we know their job is to create dirty laundry yeah that's yeah that's what they do so she also says that her dad and brother molested and raped her and that Kaylee drowned in the swimming pool in the backyard and her dad found her. And then I turned it off. Yeah. Because I, I was like, okay, you've had like seven years to come up with some bullshit lies and I can't take this anymore. Like no one believes you. I'm sorry. How many episodes was it? I think there's only three. I literally watched one episode and maybe 20 minutes of the next one and was like, wow. okay, I'm done. Well, and also she's like, I was I was a chronic liar, but I don't lie anymore. Now I'm telling the no, truth. No, stop. That's, no. You can't. No. No. It's like the little boy that cried wolf. Like you can't. I still, I hate that Peacock gave her oh, I a platform. Yeah. I Like why? What's. Well, and oh, I just can't. Enough about her. Enough I about uh, her. am watching on Hulu the um, Chippendales show. Oh, I love Kumail Nagiani. It is so good. Have you watched the show? No, but I know he's in you it and I love it. him. It's like the soundtrack's fire. The acting's fire. The whole thing is fire. Fun fact. The you first to go to Chippendales. No, the first <laughs> podcast I ever listened to in my entire life, in fact, I listened to it on my computer, was Kumail's podcast, The X-Files Files. Really? Yep, it was 2013. He's, he's really good in this. He's really good. You should check it out. I think I there like may him be, a lot. I think there may be like 30-minute episodes. Mm. It's like a series. It um, looks good. It's, it's really good. It's really good. So that's what I'm watching. When we were in New York, we briefly met his cousin uh-huh. to eat, and they were like, there's a show that reminded me of you called... Only Murders in the Building. Have you never seen that? No. Oh, my God. It's so good. I've never heard about it. What? Never seen it. Never anything. Martin Short. Yes. And they're like, oh, it's about a true pri- a true crime podcast. Selena and- Gomez. Yes. Have you watched any of it? Oh, yeah. We've, we're like halfway through it right now, but it's- Season one or two? Uh, Season one. There's another season? Yeah, there's season two. I'm- late to this party but yeah we're watching it right now it's It's fun so good it's fun it's fun yeah it's not too serious yeah Um, it's not so max 
<laughs> it was on the other day, um, like just a just the screen of you know what's playing on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. And Max goes, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's only murders in the building." And he's like, <sighs> "Is it good? Have you watched it? Can I watch it? Like, uh-huh. is it have bad?" And I was like, "I think it's fine for you." This child binged oh all of gosh, season that's one, so funny, and all of season two in a weekend. Yeah, it's not he, that bad. No, that I can he make, no. he really liked it too. Oh my gosh! We also just started season two of White Lotus, which is has some crime in it. I've not seen any of that. It's. I think the first season is better so far, but it's still so. You're kind of now after you watch the first season and the second season, you know kind of what the gist is, and you're right. like. Who ends up dead is basically what you're thinking. Who ends up dead? Because you always know at the beginning someone's dead. Right. But I need to watch that. I haven't. It's it's interesting. That's for sure. Other than that, that's all the hell I've got going on. Same. So we we did birthday weekend stuff. Um, Yes, it was a blast. It was super fun. Oh my gosh. Saw a band at Four Quarter. Mm hmm. Stood on the uh, balcony where somebody supposedly killed herself. Yeah. Did not feel any ghostly spirits. Just fireball. <sighs> also, I don't <laughs> think you could. Oh, wait. Didn't they stab themselves and fall or something? I, that, I don't they know. They couldn't just fall and die. That's I thought, not high I enough. I thought they hung themselves. Oh, this is how oh, 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 rumors oh, oh. get started. Yeah, 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 yeah. But right. I'm not sure. If you just fell off that, you wouldn't die. You wouldn't die. No. Um, and then we went to a karaoke fundraiser it was cool if you know little rock the van but it was super fun yeah it was it was a blast that was a good time my legs were sore we did the because i can't dance (laughs) we met santa claus did meet santa we sat on his lap (laughs) oh god i didn't want to and our friends like it was super creepy maybe that's why my legs hurt like a little drunk because i was like trying not to sit all the way down on him because i felt weird damn i just sat on him (laughs) just sitting (laughs) he seemed a little drunk Uh, well you you know know. he's saying later that night karaoke fuel fuel. Hello, 2001. It was so funny. We ended the night with the, everyone there singing Bohemian Rhapsody. It was cute. It was fun. My throat. I'm glad we didn't record yesterday because I wouldn't have had a voice. Mm-hmm. It, was it was a good fun time. We need to do that every year. We do. It was it's fun. an annual thing. It's not over Christmas weekend when everyone's gone. Yep. And it's for a good cause. It is. It was at Sticky's Rock and Roll Shack. Yes. And we took down the shack. <laughs> we did. We, we almost did. did. Other than that, that's all I got. Yep. We'll be back next month. January. We're on a little break, but we, of course, will have a Patreon episode. Yes. We will never let you down. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, Lord. In the karaoke. Happy holidays. Cue the Christmas music. Bye. Bye.